I still remember the feeling of absolute failure. I worked so hard for so long, and it didn't matter. Because when the coach called me into the gym and said, Sorry, Tommy, there's no room for you on the freshman basketball team. I thought all my countless hours in the gym were for nothing. I felt cheated, and I thought to myself, maybe hard work doesn't pay off. So I was left with two options. I could either quit and give up on my goals to play high school basketball, or I could stop feeling sorry for myself and get back to work. This is the Apex Basketball Podcast, and on this episode, which is the first ever episode, I'm going to tell my basketball story and how it's led me here to this podcast. So I've been playing basketball since I was about five years old. And I've always been, you know, okay, average, but I was never a great player at all. Uh, I made the middle school team in sixth grade. But I didn't play that much, so I didn't try out the next year, and I played house league for the rest of middle school. But going into high school, I really wanted to make the freshman basketball team. It's pretty much all I cared about, and I spent that whole summer going into my freshman year practicing at least five to six times a week, sometimes more. I went to a ton of basketball camps. I saw different trainers, and I went to every preseason summer and fall workout for the high school basketball team and then going into the freshman tryouts I thought I was going to make the team Uh, there was about 60 people at the tryouts and we all showed up in our plain white shirts with our last name written on the back and I knew there was pretty good competition but I was told that there'd be 12 players that would make the team and I tried to look around and I couldn't think of 12 players better than me that could make the team over me. Or so I thought. I remember being surprised by how little actual five-on-five we played at tryouts. Uh, The tryouts mainly consisted of suicides, defensive slides, layup drills, full-court drills, half-court drills, taking charges, diving on loose balls, but not like a five-on-five scrimmage. I felt I did all right at tryouts. Uh, I definitely wasn't the best one there, but I really thought I did enough to make the team. And I was pretty confident going into cuts, even though I was still extremely nervous. And you never really know what's going through a coach's head. So maybe somehow they thought some other players were better than me or played better than me at tryouts. But I was still pretty confident. I mean, I didn't, I didn't personally think there was 12 other players at the tryouts that deserved to make the team more than me. So at the end of the third day of tryouts, they put us all in a hallway and they started calling us into the gym one by one. And after what felt like hours, but was probably only 20 to 30 minutes, I looked around the hallway and there was 14 of us left. I remember thinking, okay... I'm pretty sure they're keeping 12 players. And out of the 14 players left, it seemed like the 14 best players at tryouts. So the next time the coach comes out to call us into the gym, I just got to really hope he doesn't say my name. And immediately after having that thought, the coach came into the hallway and he said my name and called me into the gym. When I walked into the gym... I could immediately tell from the look in his face that I didn't make the team. 
He said, I'm sorry, Tommy, but there's no room for you on the freshman basketball team. And handed me a paper informing me that I was cut. After that day, things were pretty rough for me. Uh, All my friends made the team. And they were coming to school in their new team gear. And talking about practices and games. And I just felt embarrassed that I was cut. Disappointed in myself. And angry that this happened. I remember thinking that I'm left with two options. I could either quit and give up on my goals of playing high school basketball, or I could stop feeling sorry for myself and get back to work. So that's exactly what I did. It was only a couple days after tryouts, and I realized that, you know what? Maybe somehow I can turn getting cut into a good thing. While everyone else who made the team is spending hours a day practicing the offense and running through the team plays, I can use that time to develop my own skills and start training for the JV trials that are a year from now. I tried to make it a positive. I told myself I got a one-year off-season to get better while everyone else is stuck in-season right now. Like, that was a bad thing. Whether it was a bad thing or not, I told myself it was, and I tried using it for my own advantage. I always practiced a lot and trained pretty hard, but that next year, I spent training for the JV tryouts. That was a whole nother level. I went to the gym just about every day for a year straight, always practicing my ball handling, my shooting, my defense, even my rebounding. I would go to the gym and play pickup, and only focus on rebounding for the first time in my life. I remember one time where it was probably a little more than a week before tryouts, and I was at the gym at like 1.30 in the morning. All the courts were completely empty, and I was there, not even dribbling or shooting. I was practicing rolling the ball on the court and diving on it like it was a loose ball in a game. The custodian walked in and asked me what I'm doing and why, and I explained to him. And he said, if I'm putting this much work in when nobody's watching, there's no way I won't make the team. I wish it was that simple, and that's all I had to do to make the team. But thinking back to the year before, when I felt like I trained so hard for so long, and none of it mattered, it felt like hard work doesn't always pay off. And even if I put in all this hard work, it might not matter anyways. And then exactly one week before tryouts, I was playing pickup basketball at the gym when I drove to the hoop and went up for a layup. And when I came down, I landed on someone else's foot and rolled my ankle. I immediately thought about tryouts seven days from now. I spent the last year training This injury, one week before trials, better not make that all for nothing. I stopped playing, I went home, and I went to the doctors the next day to get some x-rays. I didn't think it was too bad, maybe just a slight sprain, but the doctor told me after looking at the x-rays, I fractured my ankle, and I'm going to miss at least four to six weeks 
before I can play basketball again. Hearing that one week before tryouts gave me that same feeling as when I was cut a year ago. It was like I didn't make the team all over again. Over the next few days, though, my ankle started feeling a little better. For no real reason, I wasn't doing anything. And after three or four days after I injured it, I could walk on it and there'd be some discomfort, but it really wouldn't be that painful. And then the next day or two, it kept feeling better and better, where I could pretty much walk and jump on it. And there'd be discomfort, but it wasn't really causing me much pain. So I went back to the doctors the day before tryouts and I got it re-examined. He made me walk on it, run on it, jump. And I kept telling him I wasn't really feeling any pain. He said, you can see the fracture in the x-ray, but he doesn't treat x-rays, he treats patients. And somehow I wasn't acting like it was fractured. So he told me if I'm not feeling pain, I could go ahead and try out for the team tomorrow. So then the day finally came. It was the first day of tryouts, and I spent the last year training for this. Going into tryouts, there was a couple of things that discouraged me. One of them was that my friend who played on the freshman basketball team was talking to another one of the players who was a starter and one of the better players on the team. And he told my friend, I wasn't on the middle school basketball team in seventh and eighth grade. I got cut freshman year. I'm going to get cut this year. And if I try out next year, I'm also going to get cut. So to hear one of the best players on the team saying I have no chance of making the team, that that wasn't great for my confidence going in. And to make things worse, the JV coach from the year before left to coach at another school. So the freshman coach that cut me was going to be the JV coach this year. So I'd have to make the team from a coach who already cut me and he'd have to cut one of the players he coached the year before. As discouraged as I was, I thought, you know what, it doesn't matter. I worked this hard, and the worst thing that can happen is I get cut again. And even though I don't want to go through that again, it'll be no different from the first time, and I'm already used to it. The feeling I'd get if I made the team and the rewards from that would be worth taking the risk of failure again. The JV tryouts were pretty similar to the freshman tryouts. Again, there wasn't a lot of five-on-five full-court scrimmaging. It was more defensive drills, taking charges, diving on loose balls, getting rebounds, stuff like that. I realized, you know... The coaches can tell our skill level pretty easily. I mean, in the few shots or dribbles we take, they can tell if we can handle the ball or if we can shoot the ball. What the coach really wanted to see was how hard we would play. So I focused all my energy on 
the hustle plays. I got every loose ball. I dove on the court. I got a ton of rebounds. I took charges. I communicated with my teammates. I hustled back on defense. I ran as fast as I could on all the suicides. And at the end of tryouts, I felt again that I deserved to make a team that I was one of the best 12 players at the tryouts. But I also remember thinking that same thing a year ago and was shocked when I didn't make it. So as hard as it was, I started to prepare myself mentally what it would be like if I got cut again. I didn't want to be completely shocked like I was last year. I wanted to prepare myself and realize that it was a possibility. By the end of tryouts, I took so many charges and dove on so many loose balls that my body was covered in bruises, court burns, cuts. I remember trying to almost show off the cuts I had on my arms and that my elbows even had some blood on it from all the times I was on the floor and to show how much I hustled throughout the tryouts. So because they had multiple rounds of cuts to get rid of some of the less skilled players that really didn't have a chance, there was about 15 or 16 players fighting for 12 spots in the last day. And after all the tryouts were over, instead of us all sitting in the hallway waiting for him to call us in, he told us to come in one by one into his office and he would let us know if we made the team or not. I remember towards the end, it was me and two other guys left who hadn't gone in. And I knew they already kept 11 players. So it was me, one guy who was on the team from last year, and another kid who didn't make the team last year, but I thought had a decent chance to make the team, but not as good as me. The kid who made the team the year before went in first out of us. And when he walked out, you could just see the look on his face that he didn't make the team. It was the same look I probably had the year before. And although I knew this gave me a better chance to make the team, it was hard to see because I knew that exact feeling and I experienced it and know how horrible that feeling is. Then the other kid left, went in before me. I remember thinking that if he doesn't make it, I'm almost 100% sure that I made the team because I would be the 12th guy and they had 12 players on the team last year. But when he came out of the coach's office, I saw that he made the team and my heart dropped. I thought, wow, I'm really about to not make this team again. After all this hard work, it didn't matter. After everything I went through, you know, I played my heart out the last three days of trials. And I'm going to get cut again. So I walked into the coach's office, preparing myself that I'm about to get cut again. Before I can even make eye contact with the coach, I hear him say, congratulations. After that, 
I can't really remember anything else he said because just like a year ago, I was in shock. But this time, for a completely different reason. The sense of accomplishment I felt that night was like nothing I ever had before. I spent so many hours and so much time and thought and exercise towards a goal that I really didn't know if I had much of a chance for. But to make the team shake the coach's hand, the same coach that cut me a year before, and receive another paper, but instead of it informing me that I got cut, it was the schedule of practices was a feeling I'll never forget. Then after that, things just kept getting better for me when it came to basketball. I had a pretty good JV season. I was the sixth man most of the year, and then towards the end, I actually ended up starting the last few games. I wasn't the leading scorer or anything, but I got a lot of playing time, and I was pretty content with how I played throughout the year. Although, I knew I could still get a ton better. So, after the JV season, I trained just as hard as I did the summer before. I kept practicing every day, and even sometimes two or three a days. I went to multiple training sessions a week, and I ended up making a pretty good AAU team. I remember there was a lot better players at the trials for this AAU team than there was for my JV basketball team. But I played really well at tryouts, and I guess I stood out to the coach enough where I made a team. So within a little over a year, I went from getting cut to the freshman team, to making the JV team, to making a pretty elite AAU team. But again, I wasn't done. So I kept training hard. I kept practicing against better competition, especially through AAU. We'd have tournaments in other states, and I got a lot of really good practice, and my game just kept getting better and better. And from what I could tell, it didn't look like I was probably going to play a whole lot that year for varsity. I mean, who knows? I thought I was definitely good enough to play a lot. But there were some summer camp teams chosen where they'd bring like the 10 best guys in the coach's eyes. And the varsity coach didn't select me for that. So I thought, now that upcoming school year, there was a new high school in the area opening up. And since I was a rising junior, I was given the choice if I wanted to transfer to this new school or stay at the school I was at currently. So that summer I had a pretty hard decision, but I saw that a lot of my friends and other good players from the JV team were transferring to the new school. If I could transfer to this new school and potentially start and be one of the better players, not only would that be more fun, but that would be the better for the development of my game. So that summer I decided to transfer to a new school that was opening up. After I decided to transfer, Things were pretty exciting. So since it was a new school, there were no seniors. So I was already one of the oldest players, if not the oldest player in the basketball program. I went from a JV player 
to a almost like a leader in a new basketball program for a varsity team within a couple months. When I went to the workouts, I was one of the best players, you know. Instead of hoping to get picked to play on one of the teams in five on five, I was the one picking the teams. I was one of the captains. And it was a lot of fun, but it was also great for my development. Deciding to transfer was one of the best decisions I ever made, especially for the development of my game. The workouts are really good. There's a lot of great drills that the coach put us through. We played in a lot of summer leagues. I got a ton of reps, a ton of practice. I got to be one of the best players right from the start. So instead of barely playing, coming off the bench in a lot of summer league games at the old school, I was playing almost all the game and I was just getting a lot more practice. Still though, I knew if I really wanted to get a lot better, I'd have to train a lot by myself. Practicing with the school and going to trainers was great, but to really separate myself, I have to be disciplined enough to to go get shots up or go do some ball handling drills after the workouts or after, after sessions with trainers. So that's what I did. I used a lot of the drills I used from the summers before to help me get better where I made the JV team and I added more drills. I kept doing what was working for me and I kept finding more ways to improve my game and I just kept working hard and my game just kept getting better and better. When the high school season started for my junior year in varsity, I was selected as a team captain and I was a starter on the team and I ended up being one of the leading scorers that year. A lot of people thought we weren't going to be very good. We were a new school with no seniors, but we ended up having a winning record. So we were pretty good right off the start. Um, like I said, I was one of the lean scorers, but I also did a lot more than scoring. I thought I created for my teammates pretty well, and I hustled a lot out there, and I just contributed to our team's success enough to the point where I was selected to second team all-conference. That year was a lot of fun, and I definitely got a lot better but I knew I had one year left of high school. And although it was a good year for me, I was pretty inconsistent. You know, one game I would have like 17, 18 points. The next game I would have two. So I knew there was still a lot for me to work on my game. And that this was my last off season in high school. So I got to train even harder than the few years I did before. Every offseason, I pushed myself more and more. And since this was my last one in high school, I didn't want to leave anything to regret. I didn't want to wish I worked. I don't I didn't want to look back at my career and wish I worked harder. So, again, I went to the gym every day at least once, sometimes two or three times. Uh, I kept adding more drills to my workouts. I kept studying the game of basketball more. And it showed that summer was maybe the most fun I had playing basketball in the summer leagues and fall leagues before the official, my official senior season started. Uh, I was playing better than I ever had before. So when it was time for my senior season, I was ready. 
Now, even though it was just the second year our high school was open, we already moved up a division based on the population of our school. So we were playing a lot harder teams and had a tougher schedule than the year before. Partly because of this, we didn't have as great a record as we hoped for. Our record wasn't horrible. We only lost a couple more games than the year before. But because of the tougher opponents and the tougher schedule, it was a little bit of a letdown to how we thought our senior year was going to go. However, even though my team's record senior year was just okay, a little bit of disappointment, there were still some incredible moments. The best of which was probably my senior night. It was one of our last home games, and we were playing my old school, the school that cut me my freshman year, and the school that I transferred away from, and they beat us the year before. We played them on our senior night, and they had a better record than us. They were in a better division, a better conference, so they assumed they were going to beat us pretty easily. But my team played so hard and so well that day that we ended up upsetting them. And I scored one of the most points in the game in school history while I was defeating the school that cut me a few years ago. It was a great moment for me and my entire team in the school to beat the school that we all came from. And I think other schools realize that they can't underestimate us because when we're playing well, we have a chance to beat anybody. So sadly, my senior season came to an end when we lost to a team in the playoffs that was undefeated and at the time the number one ranked team in the state for our division. As sad and disappointed and upset as, a, as I was after the game, I knew I gave it all my all the last few years and that nobody would have expected me to be where I was now three years ago when I got cut from the freshman team. After the year was over, I was selected to first team all conference, all region honorable mention, and team MVP. I came a long way from a freshman cut to team MVP and beating the school that cut me on my senior night. I scored one of the most points in school history. After my high school career was over, again, I was left with two options. I could either call it quits and retire from playing basketball, I guess. I don't know if it's considered retiring, but I pretty much had to choose whether I wanted to play Division three college basketball to some schools I had offers from, or if I wanted to go to a bigger, better academic school. And this was a really hard decision for me. Um... I didn't know what to do, really. I felt like both options had its pros and cons. But then I realized that maybe there's a way I could go 
to the college I wanted to go to and still have basketball in my life. That I'd probably enjoy the college life there more, but I would miss playing basketball. Players who have a lot more potential and can get a lot better than they already are. I realized maybe there's a way I could help others like me. I could help players who might need some more training or some more tips to really become a better player. I could give them the workouts that I used that helped me become such a better player, that helped me develop my skills so much. I could give these workouts and these drills to people who needed them just like I did. And through all my trial and error, I learned what worked and what didn't and what really helped me. So I decided that I would go to the bigger school and focus on my education. But also in my free time, I would help train other players become better. So I started my website and I created this podcast. My website is apexbasketballtraining.com. Check it out if you're interested. There's a ton of basketball drills and videos and workouts all for free. And I even offer some more premium stuff to my members. And for every member, I create a custom vertical jump training program that I designed myself and with some certified personal trainers. And now I'm also starting this podcast where I want to talk about different topics and questions listeners might have on how to really develop their skills and become a better player. I want to talk about everything from practicing and training techniques to how to get recruited to play in college to even how to get a better basketball IQ and what players to watch, to learn from, and really anything. Uh, just the goal of this podcast and my website is to help other players improve their game. And I want to do that any way I can. So thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, check out my website. Again, it's apexbasketballtraining.com. My email address is on there on the website. If you have any questions or anything you want me to talk about in my next podcast, thanks for listening.